Are you looking for the spot to kick back, relax, and talk all things Southern Miss? Well, you're in the right place. No need for the calculator here, Poindexter. We're average Joes who are passionate fans. This is for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. Welcome to the Everyday Eagles Podcast. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to this episode of Everyday Eagles Podcast. We are excited to take a look into the Southern Miss football season. Um, happy Monday, Lane. Welcome, man. It is game week. Chuck. It is game week. Can you believe we are five days away from kickoff? It is right time for some Monday. Southern Miss football. <laughs> Welcome to the rock. Southern Miss football. So uh, tonight's episode is going to be cool. It's going to be right up my alley because we get to kind of be a stat geek tonight, right? Talk a little well, bit about who we got here. You're a stat geek 24-7, so I don't think you ever stop being a stat geek. That's right, but we get to chat a little bit about our guys in black and that's gold right. this year. Who's Something coming back? Black who's new? That's stats, what I'm excited that about. Stuff. That, it's going to be a fun night, I think, tonight. And listeners... And listeners, we're going to drop another episode later this week that uh, is previewing Liberty. So right before the ball games, and we're going to get on a regular routine because now it's officially football season. It's time to get into our regular show, people, our uh, weekly shows of recapping games and talking about upcoming games and all that. And so we kind of take a step out at least for a little bit of time from all the where are they nows and stuff, which we might not totally stop them, but we get to take a step oh, back yeah. from that and focus on the weekly shows. And that'll be fun. I'm excited about that. I'm very excited. But before we dive in, Lane, I do want to point out that a Southern Miss baseball player got called up to the bigs this past weekend and got his first hit with the Reds. So congrats, Chucky Robson, for getting your first hit in the big leagues, man. Proud of you. Chucky is the man. He is is the man. He will forever go down in Southern Miss folklore as being the guy that tagged out the Rice guy at the plate, in my opinion. Right. And and ruined Wayne Graham's ride off into the sunset. I will never forget the the face mask bike after he got the out. Right. Amazing. That's the way yeah. All right. Well, now we we shift over back to football. I just I just wanted to congratulate uh, a fellow Chuck. It was what it was worth mentioning for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Well, uh, let's kick off with what wins championships and what is that, Lane? Uh, defense there, Chuck. Defense, defense wins championships. Our defensive so, uh, coordinator is Austin Armstrong. Still, Austin and he Armstrong. is. He is the man, by he the is. way. He's a fantastic coach. We're excited to have him. For sure. And there's uh, there's another uh, defensive guy they added, and I don't want to say his name right. I think it's uh, Brandon Lacey, the USM yeah. assistant Yeah, like apparently he's, he's a, making a splash with some of the, the lines, man. Well, he's a defensive line coach, and we're going to yeah. get to this in a little bit, but we have some defensive linemen coming in on through the transfer portal that uh, – mm-hmm are pretty special. So he's got yeah. he's got some guys to work with. This is going to be an exciting year up front on the defensive line, I think. Absolutely. And y'all y'all need to keep in mind that Lane and I are not privy to top secret information nor are we Will Hall or Armstrong or Bracey. So 
our best guess of what we're going with offline and what we've heard about on the message boards and things like that are who's going to be starting for defense and offense. So don't don't hold us to the fire on all this because it's not a hundred percent. You know, things happen. Don't talk bad about us now. We just hey, right. we, we googling right now. We're trying to see. We are. What's out we researching. there? We just googling before the show started and talking a little bit about what we were finding. So our yeah, guess is as good as yours on some of this. So I don't have a crystal ball here. Hey, what is what is our tagline? Our tagline for the the podcast? Oh, it's for Southern Miss fans by Southern Miss fans. By we are simple Southern Miss fans, just trying. That's to right. Piece it together. All right. That's right. Trying to figure it out too. Well, uh, Lane is the offensive guy, so I told him he had to talk about offense. But um, we're going to start with defense, and uh, I what you know. Speaking of transfers, one of our uh, one of our big ones is. Uh, Quentin Bevins is a, am I saying his name right? Yeah, Bevins. Yeah, yeah. Quentin, he's going to be a defensive end. Um, I think he's going to be stout. And then you got Josh Ratcliffe coming in at nose tackle, and then you got Avery. And if I say some names wrong, please forgive me, guys. All right. Um, we got Avery Habas. Habas. That's right, Habas. Yeah, I Habas. Is the way to he had 33 tackles last year, Chuck. Yeah. So Wow. He played last year for us pretty good. Bit. Yeah. He was up there in, in tackles a little bit. No doubt. And then Josh Carr Jr., who's a senior. Uh, had and 55 then, you know, tackles last year, Josh Carr did. He's tackles. one of our tackle leaders. He's one of our leaders and tacklers coming back from last season. So he's a big one. Yeah. And here's one that I think, I think, you know, some of the splash is kind of happening, happening around this guy and another player that transferred. And, uh, but Mr. Swayze Bozeman, at middle linebacker, uh, what do you know about middle linebacker, Lane? Uh, I know this. You better be a tough dude. And uh, Swayze right. Bozeman definitely fits that bill. You know, he mm-hmm. transferred in a few years ago. He's been an impact player ever since. Uh, he came back from an injury. Uh, and last season he ended up with 20 tackles, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's a good football player. He seems like a leader from what I can tell. And I think he's going to be the leader of the nasty bunch this year. I think so. He sat behind us at the LSU, uh, game and, um, provided much shade with those, those huge arms, man. I don't, I, I'm gonna have to, I don't know what he's lifting, but man, those arms are huge. So I'm yeah, excited he's to a big dude. Can, he's a big dude. Absolutely. Um, then you got uh, Centrell Latham, who's a redshirt senior also. Um, Natron Brooks. Yeah, Natron Brooks. He, he Natron, played last year. You. Good player. Okay, yeah. Uh, Jay Stanley. And then my boy Malik Shorts. I mean, you can't you can't talk Southern Miss football without bringing up Malik Shorts. And guys, um, Malik Shorts, he's... In my opinion, you know, I mentioned Bozeman being the leader. I think Malik Shorts is probably the guy that I don't know, I think he's the guy that kind of makes us tick on defense. He's our best defensive player, in my opinion. Um, he led the team in tackles last year. Um, let's see, he he led the team in tackles last year. He was tied for the most in interceptions with some of the other DBs. He's just an all around stud. Uh-huh. Malik Shorts is so he's one of the better DBs in recent history we've had here at Southern Miss, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. And Eric Scott 
and then we're going to end it with Mr. Cameron Harrell, who's also a senior. Um, and again, some of those players, you know, you could you could see uh, Dalen Gill in for uh, Central Latham or Swayze Bozeman. Uh, we'll talk a little more about him. And I, uh, I found a great article in Hatchburg American they had on him. So there's going to be some interesting things. I, I am so ready for kickoff. Uh, you just don't even know, man. You just don't even oh, know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we got, just... we got some special players coming in, too, man, that, that could steal uh-huh. some playing time from those guys. And that's good, you know. The yeah. competition brings out the best in these guys. And having that competition daily with some good players, some quality players behind them, is, it only makes the whole better. Absolutely. Competition breeds excellent. Yeah, no doubt. And so, All right, Lance, give us a rundown on the offense, man. Yeah, and so offensively, our offensive coordinator is Sam Gregg. He's the offensive line coach also. Got to love that. Uh, and obviously, Will Hall, he has a big, he, he has a big say-so in the offense. Um, <clears throat> and so... Looking at our offense here, guys, obviously they announced Ty Keys as a starting quarterback a couple weeks ago. Um, uh-huh. You know, last season, Ty, he played a little bit. He got hurt, unfortunately. I feel like that's the story with most of our guys from last year. We were just a snake-bit football team last year. A lot of people got hurt, and it just just really unlucky, honestly. Right. We were better than our record said. Um, but Ty Keys. He was 33 for 65 on the season with 355 yards. Again, he got hurt, though. Uh, Jake Lang was actually the passing leader last year, and right now on the depth chart, they don't even have him listed. Uh, Now, again, I'm using our lads. Uh, That's just a a website that lists depth charts. It's it's not the end-all, be-all, obviously. There isn't one of those right now until they announce it for the first game later this week. But – but, yeah, so right now Ty Keys is the starting quarterback. They got Trey Lowe behind him and Zach Wilk, uh, freshman, which I believe you're going to talk more about him in a little bit. Uh-huh. Uh, they've got him listed as the third-string guy. I did see Lane taking snaps at a scrimmage the other day, so he is still in the mix doing some stuff. Uh, I think after last season we found out you can't have enough. You can't have <laughs> enough, but no. Quality players, so. Um, so yeah, and obviously Ty Keys is a guy, he kind of, you know, he, he kind of got thrown to the fire against Alabama early on in his college mm-hmm. career. His first college start was against Bama. Uh, the kid's a special talent. He really is. He's from Taylorsville. Uh, he was originally committed to Tulane and then committed to Southern Miss when Will Hall came here and he's. He's got potential to be a really special quarterback for us. For so real, I'm excited yeah. to see how he develops this year. Running back, we got the man himself, Frank Gore Jr. Um, you know, I've been looking at a lot of Sunbelt posts and stuff, and they've got like the preseason best and the conference rankings and stuff. And honestly, I feel like my boy Frank Gore's been getting slept on a little bit in those rankings. So But he um, likes that. He likes it when you sleep on him. Yeah, he kind of thrives on oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. I noticed that, too. Uh, they got Dejon Richard listed there, too. Obviously, he played some last year, too. And Antavius Willis is listed as a four-stringer. And we got a transfer coming in, uh, Janari Dean. He's listed as the third-stringer. So, um, 
Again, your leaders rushing last season, Frank Gore, he's back. He had 801 yards on 179 carries. Uh, not bad for a quarterback, right, Chuck? Not uh, bad at all. <laughs> we had Dejon Richard. Uh, he had 447 yards. He was the second leading rusher. And then Antavius Willis, we mentioned fourth on the list. He had 97 yards rushing. So all those guys played a little bit last year. And uh, with the exception of Janari Dean, who's a transfer. Um, so, Lane, let me ask you this. Do you think – I mean, obviously we're, we're praying for a healthy Takis, a healthy Trey Lowe, a healthy quarterbacks all the way around, but do you think uh, Will Hall throws the super back, back out there? Or uh, you, think that's, you think that's over? I think it's over, honestly. Think, I just – I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it was fun and exciting, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it does limit you a little bit. Now, uh, Frank Gore can sling it. I mean, there's no he doubt. To it. Like he, he had an impressive arm, but still, you know, there's no need to get in that as long as we got a quarterback that can do it. Uh, yeah. I don't even see it being a short yardage thing because Will is a eye formation guy at heart. So he'll uh-huh. get in the eye before he gets back in super back, I think. So yeah. I think it was something that got us through a really tough time injury-wise. And made for some cool T-shirts and stuff, but right. I, I think the superback might be done. So okay, well we hope we don't need thing. it. We hope it's a trick play if we use it, or if it's just for fun, you know. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, tight end wise, we got Cole Cavallo and Luke Baker and Ray Ladner. Those are the three we have listed there. I think Cavallo and Baker both played last year for us. Uh-huh. At tackle or on O line, we got two newcomers, two transfers listed as starters right now, according to this website now. Okay, um, and Bryce Ramsey, Calvin McMillan. I'll mention both of those a little bit later. Uh, Paul Gaynor, they've got him listed as a starter. He's a coast guy. He he's a Mississippi kid. Um, and then at wide receiver, obviously, you got Jason Brownlee. I think he's a household name in the Sun Belt right. by the end of the so, season. So I've heard through the grapevine, Lane, and you, you may know more than I know, that Jason was at practice the other day on crutches. Is he hurt? or? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I saw – I didn't see him on crutches. He was, He had a yeah. red shirt on, meaning they couldn't hit him. Right. Um, I feel like if it were something that was bad enough, he was going to miss games. We would have known by now. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope. So I'm going to hang on to hope there that hang on he'll be hope. fine by week one. But again, guys, I have no inside info, so I'm just right here. Um. So then you got so obviously Brownlee. He's he's a stud out there. Uh, Jacarius Caston. And Demarcus Jones both got playing time last year. Uh, they were, um, they were actually our second and third leading receivers behind Brownlee. So all three of our leaders at receiver are back. So yeah. that's a big deal right there for our offense. So really, guys, offensively, whenever you look at, it, we should be much improved. Bring back a quarterback. Give him a year to progress. Uh, bring back pretty much three of our guys who contributed running the football. You bring back our top three pass catchers last year. So, really, guys, I mean, we didn't lose much of anything last uh-uh. season off of that season. Maybe some linemen here or there, but and obviously O-line's a big deal. But we have the skill guys here, I think, to be explosive on offense. And then we added a guy in Latrell Jones 
who is uh, – I'll talk a little bit more about him, but he's a big-time JUCO transfer. Then you got a local kid like Brandon Hayes. He played a decent bit last year, and he's a he's a speedy guy. So a um, lot to look forward to here uh, right. out of the offense, I think. I think our offense has a chance to be explosive on uh, and put up some big points on people. Um, the punter and the kicker are both back. Mason Hunt and Briggs Bourgeois, they're both back. Bourgeois. So, yeah. So we uh guys, you know, last season we were three and nine overall, two and six in the conference. Obviously it was a it wasn't the season we wanted. We were played with injuries uh-huh. and just a lot of stuff didn't go our way. But I think the the table set right now to have a good season, I think the guys are back that we need. And I mean, the schedule, yeah, the schedule got tougher for sure. The schedule got much tougher, but we don't have, we don't have a cakewalk schedule this year either, man. Yeah. I mean, the schedule got tougher, but I think we, you know, I think we got, uh, I think we're getting better. Like, I think the guys we need, I think we see a bunch of improvement this season. I think we trust Will Hall. He's the man. So, all American. Um, yeah. And so now I guess the next move here is just to talk about some newcomers, some new faces here with Southern Miss football that you guys will see this weekend. Um, you know, some newcomers on the sideline and all that. One thing I do want to mention before we dive into this, Chuck, is when Will Hall was first hired here, the big deal was we want to keep – Mississippi talent home in Mississippi, uh-huh. right? We want, we want to basically shut the gates, keep our talent at home here in Mississippi because Mississippi pound for pound has high school talent coming out of here that competes with anybody else in the state or anybody else. I, in the country. I agree. I agree. It really does. If you look at historically guys, the talent level that comes out of Mississippi high school programs can, I would put it up against any other state. Honestly, uh-huh. I would. Um, and that's been kind of Will Hall's MO. Well, guys, I did the count today. And as of right now, according to a roster I found online, and again, not all, some of these guys will be practice squad members. Okay. I get that. All right. Some of these guys we might not see on the sidelines and all that. But as of right now, the men that are outfitting for Southern Miss each day, day in and day out at practice, we have 73 football players from the state of Mississippi right now on our football wow. team. Out of what? Out of 99? Is it 99? Uh, I'm not sure what the exact count is. Uh, Generally, it's over 100 because you got practice yeah. squad members. But still, uh, that's a that's a lot of players out of the state of Mississippi. Um, So that makes it easier to cheer for these guys, man, because they're, yeah, they're our guys, you know? And you know, you know what else that means, Lane? What? That means they need to be some Mississippi butts in those stands. That's right. That's right. So, come see these kids, man. There. Come see them you're play. Gonna, you're going to hear the the schools that some of these recruits are coming from, and guys, they're not coming from. I mean, we're not going out way out of our way to go find kids in other. You know, I mean, it's not a bad thing to go find a kid in another state, but we're not like digging right. deep in California to try to find our guys, man. We're finding dudes down the road that can come in and play for us. And so, yeah, you, you, you know, you're going to talk about a player shortly that comes from Poplarville. You know, there's one from Purvis, there's one from Hattiesburg, there's one from uh, 
Bassfield, right down the road. I mean, there's yeah, Collins, Natchez, these places. Yeah, so come it's watch these fun, kids play. Yeah, yeah, it's a fun group of guys to cheer for, man. It really is. And so I guess we'll get started here talking about the recruiting process. Let me jump in and talk about JUCO uh, transfers first. Do it. Um, obviously, we've struck gold a few times with some JUCO transfers here in the history uh, in history at Southern Miss. And, guys, we've hit some pretty good ones here, too, okay? Uh, the first one being Latrell Jones. Now, this, again, I told y'all, here where these guys are coming from, right? So, Latrell mm-hmm. Jones, he's coming from Pearl River Community College. Uh, his hometown is Poplarville, okay? He is the number one JUCO receiver in this draft, or in this recruiting class, guys. He's the number one yeah. guy. We got the best JUCO receiver coming out, coming here to Southern Miss. Um, yep. uh, you know, he, he's he's from Poplarville, Mississippi, and played at Pearl River Community College. He chose Southern Miss over Auburn and Coastal Carolina and in conference rivals. So exciting to keep him here in the state. Again, closing the doors, keeping our guys at home. Um, Michael Caraway is another one. He's in the ESPN JUCO Top 50. And so is Latrell Jones, but Michael Caraway, JUCO top 50. He's the number 11 corner in the junior college ranks. He's from Bassfield, played at Pearl River Community College. Uh, just exciting here. Here's another one, the number two athlete in junior college ranks, Markel McLaurin from Collins, uh-huh. played at Jones Junior College. Again, three Mississippi local guys, man, and they're coming in here. They, they went to junior college ranks. They lit it up. They were top JUCO talent, and we kept them here in Mississippi. So that's exciting. And there's others, too. Those are just the three that, when I look at the list, they just jumped off the list to me. So now Chuck's yeah. going to talk about some other guys coming in, too. So go ahead, Chuck. Well, I'm going to talk about um, a kid that's near and dear to my heart, uh, Mr. Claiborne Apollard uh, from Oak Grove. He uh He's just a stellar kid. I watched this kid grow up. He's got a lot of heart, a lot of passion, loves the game of football, and he's a Southern Miss legacy. His dad was there and um, coaching, and his uh, brother, I believe, played there. So uh, I'm really excited that he is coming. And Clebron had 11 offers, Lane, and he chose Southern Miss. He's a big-time player. Yeah. Moat Grove High School, right down the road. I mean, all over the nation. We're not talking about just like down the road. We're talking north, south, east, west. This kid could have played at 11 other schools and he chose Southern Miss. Um, my next one is uh, our third string quarterback right now, Zach Wilk, who is also from Hernando, Mississippi, played at Hernando High. Um, guys, like Lane hit the nail on the head. These kids, Will Hall has gone out and has picked some Mississippi kids. Um, and then I'm going to talk about, I, I feel like this kid, I don't know why, but this kid just kind of jumps out to me, uh, Dalen Gill, right? Do y'all know Dalen Gill? Yeah. Do you know where Dalen Gill came from? Louisville, Mississippi. Right, but what school did he play the last two seasons at, Lane? Ole Miss. Ole Miss, right. So we got a, Jones, he actually went to Jones College product, and he's an Ole Miss transfer. Um, I found this article on Hattiesburg American. It's by David Eckert, so full full credit to him. Uh, and it just talks about how he is playing with a desperate man mentality 
says Austin Armstrong. He's really he's really had that last opportunity. So he feels like this is his last opportunity to really make a name for himself in college football. So he is playing all out. Um, he said, this is a quote from uh, Dale and Gill. He said, I felt like it was a good fit because I felt like I could come in and help this team win. I felt like I could come in, find a role, and be a leader. That's a, I mean, with Hayes Maples going down and, you know, speedy recovery, Hayes Maples, we'd love to see you back out there if it's all possible. But having Dalen Gill out there too as a as a backup or to Santrell or Swayze or TQ, um, yeah, that's not an easy that's not an easy pick on who you want to put out there, in my opinion. Right. You know, yeah. uh, Gill's five foot eleven, two hundred and twenty five pounds, and they say he moves fast. Um, so I, I I'm 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 excited to see what he does. No doubt. And, you know, he's not the only guy we had coming in from Ole Miss either. And, guys, look. What? We've been talking about pulling guy about keeping kids in the state. Well, not only have we gone out and kept kids in the state, we've gone out and grabbed kids who got away from us before, and we've pulled them back. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. we've done, and that's what's exciting here. The following are transfers coming in from Ole Miss. Dalen Gill. Played at Louisville High School in Mississippi. Brought him right. back. We just mentioned him. Next, Tylen Knight. He was a standout on that Pearl, Mississippi, uh, Pearl High School team that won a state championship. He's playing cornerback. He played at Ole Miss, and now he's here. Um, another one, Quentin Bivens. You mentioned him earlier, Chuck. Uh-huh. He's projected to be our starting defensive tackle, Wayne County High School. Uh, we got him back from Ole Miss. Another one that's projected to uh to rotate in some on the offensive line is Bryce Ramsey. He's from Ole Miss. Right. He's projected to actually start right now. Uh, he's from Gulfport, Mississippi. So again, going out and getting some of these kids that we may have lost the first time around, bringing them back in, that's awesome to see. And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna read out the Mississippi State ones too, just because I feel like being petty. Just because. <laughs> You know, rubbing it in the face. Yes. We got them yes. back now. We may have lost them, but we're getting them back. So, Janari Dean is one, a running back from uh, from Batesville, Mississippi, played at South Panola. We got Janari Dean back. He's the one that's rotating in and out with the running back crew we got. Um, another one, Calvin McMillan. He's projected to be the starting offensive tackle. He's from Houston High School in Mississippi. Another one, Aaron Odom, defensive end from Jackson, Mississippi. Another one, uh, Armandus Cooley. He and Quentin Bivens played at Wayne County. Uh, Cooley's from Wayne County also, and he is projected right behind Bivens on the depth chart. And nice. so, and then we went out and we pulled a kid from Arkansas who was a Tyler Town kid and Jalen Williams. We pulled a kid from Memphis who was a Starkville kid and Jaleel Clemens. So what we've done, guys, is we've gone out, literally looking at our transfer list, guys, every one of these kids, according to ESPN, every one of our transfers were originally in-state kids that we lost in the past. So we've gone out Uh and done a big job on fixing the past, which was letting some of these kids go, and obviously bringing in some local talent too. So it's exciting, man. We got a bunch of a bunch of Mississippi kids playing football. We're bringing back. 
the guys that uh some major contributors from last season and Chuck, man, I, I think we act, I think we see a big step forward in Southern Miss football this year. Oh, wholeheartedly. I think with the additions of an offensive coordinator and um, you know taking a little bit of responsibility and weight off of Will Hall, um, where he can focus on the big picture, I think is going to be huge. I think we filled some holes on the offensive line. I think we filled some holes on the defensive line, and you know it starts with those five. I mean, it does. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, you know, Deion Sanders got asked about if Jackson State was going to play Alabama. And he said, no, I mean, we're not playing Alabama. Like, I'm not putting the kids online for a check. Um, give us a few years and let me beef up that front. We got the position players. We got It's not about having a quarterback or running back or wide receiver. It's about having those five up front that can protect the quarterback, those five up front that can protect the line. Um, and I, I, you know, I'm not a huge Deion Sanders fan, but he's right. It, it's huge. I think I think this is and didn't correct me if I'm wrong, Lane, didn't we have the number one recruiting class in Sunbelt? Or was it Conference USA? Uh I, you got me on that one. I, I don't know pulled up. Stats, guy. I know, I know. That's the one stat I don't have pulled up. Nabbit. I know for a fact Pete just hit me with the Dagnabbit. Dagnabbit. <laughs> I know he did. I I just know he did. So but yeah, I don't have it pulled up, but it is an impressive recruiting class, and I'm I'm excited to see them. I really am. So this is about to be a fun year, listeners. It it's is going to be it's going to be a good one. So buckle up and get ready. Buckle and up. Uh, you know, I'm good with keeping it short and sweet, Chuck. Yep. I think we hit everything we need to hit tonight. Uh, exactly. I think listeners. We, uh... That's what we got to look forward to. You're about to see a bunch of Mississippi kids for the most part. You're going to see us bring back a bunch of the talent we had last season, combine it with some other talent that we got. And, uh, man, we're just going to go to war here, and we're going to make it happen. You need to be at the Rock. You do need to be there. And so, Be there or let, be square. That's right. Listen up at the end of the week. Be looking for uh, – be looking for another episode to come out to give us to give you the rundown on Liberty, the Liberty, Liberty Flames, and this Liberty. upcoming weekend. So, yes, we're excited, guys. We can't wait to dive into football all season with you. Uh, all right. Let's see if we can't. Let's see if we can't win our first year at, uh, at the Sun Belt, the conference championship. Let's see what happens. Buckle up. That'll work. All right, guys. We'll see you later this week. We'll talk Liberty football, Southern Miss football, and the clash of the Flames and the Eagles. But until then, as always, Southern Miss. To the top. To the top. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Everyday Eagles podcast. For Southern Miss fans, by Southern Miss fans. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit EverydayEaglesPodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Everyday Eagles Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review and subscribe. And we'll catch you next time on the Everyday Eagles Podcast. Don't